Hey, what's up, beautiful Bellcast listeners? Welcome to another episode. I am Gio. And I'm Bart. And we're back in our studio. I'm so excited to be back. It feels like home, away from home, being in here. Uh, For like the longest time, we were filming in our little bootleg um, bedroom. But now we're back. And I'm happy because I'm just like getting more and more of a flavor of just like my old life back. And I really missed it. And also when we're filming in our house. Although it did feel really cozy, which is really nice and it's very comfortable, there's always like this really thin layer of anxiety because I always feel like Taika is going to bust in here and really? interrupt the podcast at any minute. Yeah. I always feel like you don't, like I always feel that you're always just so zen and relaxed. I mean, I, I, feel, like I, I feel like I am. Yeah. So just you bringing up that you- That I even have anxiety? Yeah. It's just like, I don't, I think you're just so oblivious to a bunch of like minute details like that that oh. I don't even think it phases you. No, actually I think um with ADHD like I I think I probably pick up more than the normal person, which is why like you know on JK News I always notice the weird funny things cuz I think my You're the buttons guy. Yeah, I I feel like I have the eye of a fly. You know how they like see like a million things. So I feel like I have the eye of a fly and I think that also kind of helps <laughs> because since I do have the eye of the fly um, I'm not able to zone in on one thing. So everything is just like simmering at like one, two percent, except for the thing that I'm really trying to focus on, you know? Yeah. Speaking of your ADHD, you had just brought up something that that like really clicked with you. Um, you were explaining to me about how like you're never really present. Oh, yeah. So like, you know, uh, me and Ma Bear, we have like these talks at night and when, you know, just check in with each other because we're so busy throughout the day. And then so it's like we're coworkers a lot, we're friends a lot, but not so much like significant others that much. So at night we'll, you know, have pillow talk. And there's some times where like she's in the middle of talking to me and she goes, you're not here right now, huh? Well, or, or I'm talking to you softly yeah. and I'm like, man, I love you so much. Like, you're just the best. And like, it's because it's going more into a flirtatious realm. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then and the phone's back too. Kind of. I am Normalcy. drinking dairy, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have it before, but now all of a sudden in this room, no. Uh, but then you'll be like, you'll you'll like you don't catch on to that, like I'm giving you intimate talk. So I'll be like, wow, your skin's so soft. As like a really wild example. And you'll just be like, Thanks, I use a lot of moisturizer. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I think like so what happens is I'm trying to be present all the time as much as I can, but there'll be entire episodes of a movie that plays like in my mind that completely blocks out what's happening. So I think I'm constantly putting context clues together. Like what was the last thing that was said and what was the next thing that was. So I'm constantly playing the struggle. And I think the tougher the the task is at hand, it's easier for me to be present. So like if I'm riding a motorcycle while vlogging, it's a lot easier for me to concentrate on two things because if I because I think I'm like I'm pushed to my limits. But if I only have to do just one thing, then like these episodes will pop in like constantly, nonstop. And I really noticed this when um, I was taking my jujitsu class and he was teaching me looking eye to eye. And I'm like huffing and puffing because he just whooped my ass on something. And the minute he was talking to me, like an episode of something else played, like, oh, what donut should I get later? Hmm. And I was just tasting the donuts in my mind. And then later I came back and go, so do you understand? I'm like, uh, yeah, about the the whole arm thing or the about the defense or the offense thing. 
he goes, oh, it's about, you know, I was talking about how it's kind of like a little bit of both. And so I kind of have to talk to talk questions to dig my own context clues to tie it back to the last thing that he just said. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember what he was talking about now. Because it's almost like he's talking to me like, all right, so, you know, you got to make sure when you're looking at a person in the eye, when you're looking at a person in the eye, then, oh, that's why you have to pretty much do it. And then the movie's really? playing. Yeah. So I still hear his words. And it's like, that's what you got to grab him by the leg and pick him by the knee, pick him by the leg. And then that's why you, that's how he falls. And then you're like, oh, yeah, falls, falls, leg, falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love, I love trips and sweeps. I think those are really, really good. It's like that. And then they just play. And then so. Uh, do you ever get eight? Do you ever get those movies when we like have sex? Yeah. <gasps> and that's why it sucks sometimes. Really? Yeah. Tell me. Like, it'll just be like something like random. Like, um, oh, man, like you know, our tax is going to be hard to do this year. Even when it's like the really bomb sex. It's less. And it's probably bomb because there wasn't one. There wasn't one what? Movie, oh, an episode? A movie playing, but it happens like a lot. So in order for you not to have that episode during sex specifically, what would need to happen? Do it's, I need to be slapping you in the face while stroking your dick? And then like, I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a good start. And then just jumping so that you're like visually distracted. It's, it's hard because I think that's why like, you know, um, in scary situations, I could still crack jokes or during sad situations or like extremely sad situations, I can still crack jokes because there's always I still do that too. because there's always something that comes in and I'm yeah. never fully like in the moment, you know, as much yeah. as I want to be like, I'm never 100 percent in the moment. Like I'm only always only like 90 percent in the moment because I can do that, too, where in in negative situations, I can always find the funny. But for me, it doesn't come from a space of not being present. It's because I'm so present that I'm trying to change the mood of the room. Oh, no, mine is uh, the reason why there's even an a wedge in there to be able to not be like, let's say present is here and I'm here. The reason why there's even a wedge to begin with is because of there's just always constant episodes playing. Damn, that is so crazy because I always just thought that... I don't know. I, I I don't have ADHD. I don't have ADD. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know anyone in my family that has had it. Everyone's pretty. Like, are you having an episode now? No. Okay. Everyone's pretty. Uh, I was about to. Oh shit. Yeah. Everyone's pretty pretty present. I think for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. No one in my family is that way. So, like the way you are, you seem very like stoic, very present, very. <laughs> it's just movies playing constantly it's just like short youtube clips like oh there's three minutes five minutes there's <laughs> but then you're you're also engaged in conversation so it never feels like you're not there like now because i know you obviously a lot more i can tell when you're just gone like right now i'm not gone <laughs> just right kidding. now i'm just kidding but yeah i can tell when you're when you're gone so like how did you get to that place because i've I've had friends that have had ADHD and you can tell that they have ADHD because they'll be talking to me. So I feel like just innately females kind of have that a little bit because uh, like we'll be talking about like, so how was your date, girl? And they're like, yeah, he was so cute. Oh, really? Do you remember that one time that is that like where we got the coffee and then we go off on this tangent and then we kind of come back? So I don't even think that's ADHD because that's all in controlled and it's, uh, a or it's an organic tangent. You know, it's a, it's like, a, oh, you tell me this, this reminds me of this and this reminds me of that and that reminds me of this. Yeah, it's all interlinked. Yeah, my brain, it's constant like, um, there's no like real connection. 
it's just a bunch of things like going like like a controlled chaos and it's just constantly like different different thoughts about different things constantly and then so i think throughout the years like maybe what really helped me is my mom bringing me to all those buddhist uh ceremonies where you're just meditating for hours at a time so i think i was able to kind of like in the midst of this chaos kind of like find a thing to kind of like latch onto while everything else is still shaking around and then from there like maybe latch onto something else so maybe over the years i was able to kind of hone in and focus on things but like uh, me i mean you've seen me work right like literally the minute i start working i have eight tabs open i have car prices parts that i want to buy um commercial spaces that we need to get for bar there's literally like 12 things that are open at once and that's the only with while I'm trying to write like a like copy, like that's the only way I can work. Cause I'm like here, I'm like, oh yeah, like if I were to get a commercial space, should we have something with the roll up door? Oh man, that new Tahoe is pretty sick. Oh yeah, let me try to get sponsored by like this uh, wheel company because right? they're pretty tight. Okay, yeah, so that's the reason why we need to come out with this multivitamin because we're really trying to attack the brain, the heart, the gut, and the health. And I'm like, literally, it's just like like that, like all the time. Damn, because for me, I'll do that, but the motive is different. So for me, I'll be like writing the multivitamin, whatever. And I'm, and then I'm like, okay, my brain is kind of taxed on this. Let me just stop here. I need a, I need like a, like a, I need to change the flavor of my pellet. So then I'm like, okay, I'll go on Instagram for a little bit. And I'm going to just check messages. Oh, what is this person up to? Okay. I got to go back and then I'll go back. But it's not like that. For you. No, like one, wow, uh, one TikTok so that I was watching about ADHD that really related to me was, uh, she was like, do you, uh, procrastinate or something like that? Because people with ADHD, like they have a huge procrastination issue. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, that's me. Because like I've never not procrastinated, you know, like I, me too. I always wait till like the last minute or whatever. <laughs> and so um, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Because and the, the way that she describes the feeling is exactly this, where before you even want to get to the task, there's just so many things in front of the task, you know, that's like kind of like, related to the task. Uh, no, just like thoughts or just all kinds of chaos related to the task, right? So there's oh, just so many like things. So it things. is related to the task. Not like genre related. What do you mean? So like- uh, So let's say I give you, uh, you have to give me this, um, we need a, the copy for multivitamin, going back to that. Yeah. So that's your task. That's my task. So I have a million thoughts that are preventing me from going straight to there. There's thoughts of like, um, oh, I'm not in creatively inspired right now because I have to be inspired to write this mm. copy. Oh, oh man, man, I got these emails that I got to do. Oh, I got this. You know, there's like, it's kind of related, but not really. It's brain space related, I guess. Like I need the same, the same brain muscle that I need to use to write this. It's being occupied by a bunch of things. So it's going like this. There's like a lot of things preventing me from uh, getting to it. But then when I actually do it, then I'm like, wait, this wasn't that difficult to just do right now. Like, like, like the, the, maybe my brain will, will tell my, like my brain will be like, okay, that's going to take like a good two hours yeah, to I do, don't right? Think that's ADHD. And then I do it and it's like, oh wait, that's only 10, 15 yeah. minutes. I don't think that's ADHD. I think that's pretty, that's pretty common. Well, that's what the TikTok lady said. So I don't know. Uh, well, I think if we're talking about the same TikTok, I mean, first of all, it's TikTok we're referring I to I thought here. all professionals are on TikTok. Right, fine. I don't know. Okay, I'll give They're you They're always that. wearing scrubs and shit and dancing. So it's gotta be legit. Uh, it's gotta be legit. Got it. Uh, so if I'm if I'm referring to the same one that you are, this particular TikTok was stating things that were normally tied to ADHD and she was debunking them. So she was saying procrastination is one of them. But she says it's not due to ADHD. It's due to the fact that you're 
that you have too much on your plate. So that's why we tend to procrastinate. But because oh, people I'll, don't- I'll, I'll uh, procrastinate even if I have nothing on my plate. Oh, well, I, so I can relate to that procrastination thought because I know that I do that or like I started picking up on me being like, if I have like the same task that I gave to you, if I have that same task, I'm going to be like, holy shit, this is just more shit that I have to do on top of all this other stuff. Oh, fuck. I only have 30 minutes to work on it because then after that, my mom has to leave. So now I have to watch Taika. Damn, am I even going to get to that today? But fuck, I have to get to this today because then I have those other emails that I have to get to. And then I'm just sitting there thinking of all these things that are like preventing me from doing it instead of just doing it. So because I'm thinking of all these other things, I now know to be like, shut the fuck up and just do it. And that's what's helped me. Yeah, that's but, why I like schedules. Yeah, but I don't schedules know. Schedules help me out because it takes the, um, it takes my decision making out yeah. of it. So it's like, no, that's it. You have to it, stick to it. You're going to the gym at six, not wake up. Oh, how do I feel? Yeah. Oh, check my phone. Or, you know, it's just like, no, I, t- I told everyone I'm going to be there at six. I just go there at six. Or at nine, I'm going to go do this thing. At 12, I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah. And that helps me. Because I don't know what it is, but like everything that I need to do seems way bigger than it is until I do it. And you're like, wait, that was nothing. That's so crazy that you think like this. Because I, so for one, I always thought I was the only person that thought like that. And. But it could also be like, I have nothing though. Like it's been like this since the start of JK when we literally have nothing to do. um, And we're only shooting like one skit a week. It would still be things would still be this big. So it has nothing to do with what's on my plate. It's always just been like this. Uh, the procrastination part? Yeah. Like every task being this daunting with, it's 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 always been like, like it, it could be not- like, it could be like ironing my pants and it's just like, whoa, fuck, ironing my pants. Yeah, because you have to get up. Oh, you have to walk over to the cupboard, have to take the ironing, you have to take the iron out. You have to get the ironing board and it becomes a big task. I get it. Yeah. Because I'm also a procrastinator. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am also a procrastinator. It doesn't seem like it, or at least not recently, it doesn't. Oh, no, I am. Or maybe I'm just not living up to my own standards or maybe my standards are too high, but oh, no, I am. But the reason why I'm coming in and going like, oh, I have that too, is not to like compare, but I think I'm going more like, wait, so then is that a, a result of ADHD or is it just a normal human trait. So I'm just really just trying to uncover and, and discover what it is that like a, like a day in the life of Bart is. And it's so interesting yeah. that there's a lot of parallel and simil- parallel and similarities with us, but you or maybe I'm just not paying attention or like looking closely enough, but you mask it so well. Cause like, I just thought you were a robot. Really? I really did. I just thought you were like, I have to train at seven. I have a meeting at nine. I have to shower at 8.30 before my meeting at 9. I have to eat at 10. So I always just thought it was like this thing that's just thoughtless and you don't think about it. You just do it. There's no thought. It's oh, just do. no. It's actually, I think the result, like what you see today is actually a coping mechanism of how I can be productive in society. But inside, it's like a war zone. It's just constant chaos of like... Like, that's why, you know, when you ask me like, um, oh, like or any, anytime anyone asks me something like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? Um, how do you want to do this? I'm like, literally anything, anything, just do anything. Because all I need is just give me a jump off point and I can grab onto something finally because there's so much chaos. I literally see like infinite possibility, infinite destinations all the time. So I'm just like, just choose anything because anything can work in my mind, you know? 
Damn. Yeah. That's so interesting. So like when people are like, I have a vision. I'm going to do this thing. Like I don't, I don't have that one vision. It literally could be, it could be anything. I'm like, bar, like Barbell Brigade can succeed in a million different ways, a trillion different ways. And yes. this, 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 this. I'm like, so you tell me what you want to do and I'll help and we'll do it that way. Yeah. I see it the same way. Yeah. I'm just trying to see at what point the ADHD kicks in. Cause that's, like you that's don't. the start of it. I think the only times I can and tell. And now there's movies that start playing. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Because the only times I can tell now, because it's just been, I've just been educated on it more and more. I see it when I can tell you're not with me because I just know your body language. I just know when you engage and how you're engaging. I'll know if you're with me or if you're, if I've lost you, which is, I think is pretty cool that I can tell now. But like, I'll be talking to you <clears throat> and then you'll just be staring at me and I'm like, oh shit, he's gone. And then I'll see you come back. And then I'm like, okay, he's back. Yeah, and I think it's cool too that finally at what, like about to be 36 that I can tell that I'm lost too. Because that was my first time where like- uh, 36 isn't bad, by the way. Yeah, that was the first time where I'm like, I was talking to my jujitsu coach in an episode, like a movie played. And then I came to and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, damn, is my ADHD getting worse? Because I've never been in a combat fight environment and then have it play- but then I was like, oh, wait, but the cool thing is I actually recognize so that you're it happened. you're still talking to yourself as your coach is talking to you? Yeah. Is this how <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. And that's I also awesome. think that's what, that's what makes me um, good at comedy because I'm, and I think why it's, it's easy for me to do comedy and have funny punchlines and stuff like on JK News, because while I'm talking, I'm already having a different conversation in my mind. So I'm constantly having two conversations. So one is the real one while the other one, like, you know, when like a, like when you're watching like eight mile, and it like arm spaghetti, um, spaghetti, arm ready. Uh, like I have a guy that's writing in my, in the back. Like, oh, is that a funny joke? No, that's not that funny. While I'm having a conversation. Oh, this is pretty funny. So it's like two, three, four, five conversations all happening at the same time. Yeah. Until no. the funny one, like, oh, this one matches and it comes out. Oh shit. That's so interesting. Yeah. That, that I can see that for sure. Uh, helping with comedy another thing that you do that now i've realized is because of your adhd is you always have to like you're always scratching yourself you're always touching mm -hmm. your body to feel that imperfection whereas before you thought you just didn't like the imperfection so yeah. you're trying to get rid of it but i don't think it's that at all i think it's just your adhd that needs to come out somewhere so you're just like i gotta i gotta entertain myself with something that's a huge one that i learned from one of the professionals on tiktok where they're like one big <laughs> stop calling the professionals it was just this random ass tiktok one with of this the, random ass chick and by the way i i have been diagnosed with adhd twice one when i was a kid and the one when i went to go get a brain scan by this neurosciientist so i do like i like how you still refer to the tiktok so I do have clinically <laughs> have it, but the TikTok person, uh, one thing that I thought was interesting, like one clear sign that someone has ADHD is if they have constant ticks or like, or they're like always scratching and stuff. And like ever since I was a uh, a kid, I would like always like pick at my face and whatever. And I'm glad that it's moved off my face and like just touching other things. So if you ever like talk to someone and they're always for like their lifetime, you see them always scratching or touching something. There's, that's a clear sign to have ADHD too. Yeah, well, that one's way more subtle than someone that's going like, like that's fidgeting. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because that is just, it's so distracting. But I think yours, if you're not keen to 
noticing it for what it is, then you just think like, oh man, this person just has a lot of itches. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really think about that's it. That's what it much. looks like to other people, right? That I yeah. just have, I'm just an itchy guy. Yeah. Or just when you're thinking, right? Like when I think I like, I'll scratch my head. I'm like, hmm, I don't know. And you're just like, you know, like your hands tend to do things while you're thinking. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe everyone has a little bit of HD, ADHD when they're thinking. I absolutely think but so. Th- but then when they aren't thinking it goes away because it's like you know and i and i think maybe that people with adhd they can't control it so they're just always thinking yeah yeah maybe that's what it is and i think that also helps me sleep you know how people have a hard time shutting it off at night but for me like the minutes nine or ten like i'm just pass out and i think it's because my brain is on overdrive constantly thinking and watching like Imagine like 50 movies and 50 screens all playing. I'm trying to focus on which movie to watch. So by the time it's 10, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And it's so easy for me to knock out. Damn. But you said you weren't always like this, that like after the military, it became this way. Um, I've, what do you mean? Like knockout or? Yeah. yeah, uh, I've always fallen asleep fast, but during my rave days, like I would, well, I guess I also have the help of drugs, but it helped me stay up until like 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely drugs. Yeah. Uh, where, where have you seen then that ADHD is bad? Cause it seems like you're the, the, the path that you took in terms of your career really helped you with the fact that you have ADHD. Um, it took a long time to discover that I think. So I think, you know, like when you're a kid and you get kicked out of a bunch of schools and you're, and you constantly hear from your parents and your teacher that like, oh, you're a smart kid, but he's not reaching his potential and he's always distracted. And not only is he distracted, distracts other people in class, like probably at least the first 18, 19 years of my life. I would hate you in a classroom. Yeah, it it sucked because you kind of just feel like it's almost every year you're being told you're a failure and you're not meant to, you're not meant to like do very well. And you're like a a pest, you're a pest to the class and you're bringing everyone down. So you just hear that over and over and over and over again, you know, and then like, you know, just like, fuck. But like, I didn't want to believe it. So I never believed it. But it just sucks to hear it over and over and over again. What did you believe then? What did you think it was? You thought it was them tripping? No, I'm like, ah, you know, that feeling of when like, fuck, why do I keep fucking up? Like, I have that feeling and I just keep feeling, why the fuck do I keep fucking up? And I know that I'm a good person. I'm like, why the fuck do I keep fucking up? And occasionally I would do the homework on time or occasionally I would like kill it on my test or something i just keep going like why the fuck do i keep fucking up i don't know what the hell's going on but i and i never wanted to believe that i'm just meant to be like a failure you know yeah like the things that i really focused on i did really good like kung fu i did really really good and every like science or or like just anything that i really like dive deep into and now that i know later on it has to be for people with adhd whatever that they're going to excel at, it has to be extremely stimulating. If it's not, you're going to lose them. And when you lose them, it's um, it's not because that they aren't able to be good at it. It just wasn't stimulating enough. And stimulating could be mentally stimulating or physical, f- physically stimulating or both or just one or the other. I can't speak. Cause I'm not a TikTok person, so I don't know all the answers. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think for myself, it needs to be, I think uh, for myself, the physical actually helps out more. Oh. Yeah. And I think that's why I like working out and fitness so much because I think for like that smart sliver, I mean, that small sliver of the day, 
I'm actually like really uh, zoned in and focused for once because yeah. I'm because my body's <clears throat> occupied. And I get why you like more physical because the stakes are higher because you can get injured and fuck yourself up. Yeah. So you have to pay attention. That's so interesting. And maybe for other people, it might be uh, more mental. Maybe that's why some people really like video games. You know, like they get sucked into the video game and their brain's constantly getting stimulated. And then so then they're able to hone in. But for me, I think like being able to keep my body occupied, it kind of like calms my brain. So I know all like the bad traits of someone that has ADHD, right? Like they have tics or they're constantly like, they're, they're bouncing back and forth. Like you just don't have them 100%. What is like something positive that you like other than you've already stated, you know, the, the comedic timing and like just coming up with content, like with jokes and stuff. What's another positive that you've noticed? Um, I think being able to see things from many different perspectives at the same time. For example? So I think, you know, when the, the negative part of ADHD is you're not 100% in the moment, you're not 100% present, right? So I've always kind of, um, maybe not envied, but I guess kind of envied, like I've always envied people that like something happens and they have an immediate response. I always thought that was awesome. Like what? So like, let's say in the movies, right? Like the bad guy pops out on the screen. They're like, ah! Like that, right? Or something happens where like, uh, um, like someone like pushes you. What the fuck, man? You know, there's, uh, it, it feels like very primal. It feels very like, hell yeah. Or like, you know, or, 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 or if someone steps up to something, they're like, you're like, oh, that's kind of courageous. You know, it's like almost like knee jerk reaction. Like, oh man, that guy's so courageous. For me, that will never happen because between the stimulus and my expression, there's already been a thousand thoughts in the middle. You know what I mean? So like, like let's say um, something goes boo on the screen. Then I'm like, okay, boo. So that's on a screen. There's a projector that shined that thing on the screen we're eating popcorn right now i guess that is kind of scary huh oh that is kind of scary oh uh, but then uh moment's over i'm not gonna say whoa i'll do it again if if, if the bad guy pops out again whoa i got scared because it popped out again it's like that so sometimes i have to tell myself to express because it doesn't like it doesn't come out Whoa. You know when we're in a car, like the, the great example would be in a car, right? In a car, and then a semi truck goes into the lane. Everyone in the car is like, oh, oh. "For me, for me, I'm that on the inside." But then it's like, "Oh, moment's over. I'm not gonna say well. Everyone said it already. I'll say well on the next one." Because whoa, because <laughs> <laughs> you already had a thousand thoughts go into your brain. Yeah, because people, because because wow. people are present, they're that much more connected. So it's like this. Ow! Right? But for me, it's like, oh, okay, so I hit my arm. Oh, I kind of feel the pain. Oh, it's traveling up the nerves. I'm like, oh, if I say ow now, that's going to be so weird. If he hits me again, I'll say ow. The fact that you didn't say ow is already weird. I know. So just say it whenever. I can't. There's too oh. many thoughts. There's like, there's literally 2,000 other movies and 10,000 other arms coming out of me. Wow. This is, this is just the physical arm. So in that regard, that's what I envy, right? But I think... Um, I'm like, where's the positive in that? So that's what I'm saying. So I kind of have to paint that to show the positive. I think the positive part, I think that's the part that makes me feel like a rock or like a boat that's unrockable. Yeah, I like it. Because I have so much buffer that it really takes a lot for me to react. And I think because I have so much buffer, it's really hard for me to be impulsive. 
You know what I mean? Like hot girl walks by. <laughs> fuck. And they start grabbing their nuts and shit like that. Like it's hard for me to do that because there's just so much filter between stimulus and who I am that there's a lot of times to weigh out a lot of options. So that's the part that I really like where I think I'm maybe part of the discipline and people like being impulsive and, and stuff like that. Like I, I'm not, I don't, I don't just make um, big decisions based off of notions because I'm not even, I'm not even able to, I already have a lot of thought process that goes through. Wow. That's pretty good. And of course, like ADHD, it's not like a constant state, right? It's not a constant state of always a thousand layers between the stimulus and my reaction. It's like comes in waves. So sometimes if I'm walking around the corner and I am present and you come out of the corner and you go, boo, oh shit, I do get scared. I scare you like all the time, right? 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. So, and that's because I'm probably present there. You know, I'm like, it's, or there's other times where like, if, it, if, if there are a, th- a thousand thoughts between the stimulus and my reaction, it's probably because during that time, my ADHD is really, really strong. Wow. Okay. Well, do you know of another positive? Can you think of one? Um, I would say that's probably like my biggest one. Okay. Well, hold that thought because I want to introduce our sponsor. Okay. All right, so I'm so happy to be working with our sponsor, Felix Gray, who has the best blue light blocking glasses on the market. They're so cute. Um, I absolutely love them. I actually do tend to be on my phone quite a bit just because of the career that I'm in. Uh, we own, I mean, you guys know, but if you're new here, we have a gym where, you know, we have YouTube, we have obviously this podcast. So there's a lot of stuff that we have to do on our phone. And if you don't know, we're... Some of you guys are listening like blue light, like I'm never exposed to that. Well, unfortunately you are because a lot of popular devices are a major source of blue light. I'm talking about phones, tablets, computers, TVs, Kindles, because I have a Kindle and it just doesn't, you don't think that it would have anything because it's just like this faint, it kind of even looks like a sheet of paper from a book, but no, even that has blue light. Or if you even like the game for hours at on end. Get some, get yourself some Felix Grey glasses so you don't get all the the tension headaches. Yeah, that's. Ex- I'm so happy that you're bringing that up because if you have eye, uh, eye strain because of the blue light, or if you're in a dark room and you're watching these things, that's also going to cause eye strain. Um, you're going to get headaches. You're going to get tired eyes, dry vision, or dry blurry vision headaches, trouble sleeping. Just again because of the exposure. Because when blue, when you're exposed to a lot of blue light, what ends up happening is it, it hinders um, the production of melatonin, which is, you know, a, a hormone that our body produces that helps us regulate our sleep. So the more that you're exposed to this, the more your sleeping is going to me- get messed up. And you know what sp- sleeping or the lack of sleeping does to your body. Like you don't wake up on time. You feel groggy. You're going to be grumpy. You're probably not going to eat a nutritious breakfast because you're probably running late. Like it's just this snowball effect of just a bunch of negativity. Um, not that I'm saying that it blue light glasses is going to prevent all that, but I'm just saying that just taking care of your body is, is not that hard, you guys. And just start with Felix Gray. So for everyone listening right now, go to felixgrayglasses.com slash pick them for the absolute best quality blue light filtering glasses on the market. Just start right. You know, that's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash pick them. Shipping and returns are totally free at Felix Gray. So make sure I'm going to say it one more time. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash pick them. P-I-C-K-E-M. And we're back. Do you ever hate it? Yeah. You do? Even now? Even now that you understand well, it so much? Well, now that it's a, it's a part of me now, right? So it's part of my identity. 
Um, it, but it always feels like it never feels like I can do what I want. It always feels like, okay, this is what I want, but this is what I have. And so that's how I'm going to get what I want. I guess that's what everyone feels, right? Because like, let's say you're like 5'3", and you want to like get in the NBA. Like you go, I want to get in the NBA. And you, it's easy to look at the guy that's 6'10". Duh, he'll get in the NBA. But if you're 5'3", you probably have to develop other parts of your game. I'm better be good at handles, better be good at passing fast. or fast or whatever, right? So I guess that part is the normal part where most people... Um, Unless you're extremely lucky, you're born exactly with the attributes that you want. That's going to be able to achieve your goals. I think for me, my insides and my brain, I'm born with the attributes that take a little bit longer for me to achieve what I want to achieve. I see. So I think like in, in, in one sense, it kind of sucks because you don't have the exact attributes. Um, like you're, It's like imagine you want to be a sailor and then you, you're given a car. You'd rather have a boat. But on the other end, I think it kind of developed a resiliency and this ability for me to be very creative and accomplish these things. So that's like the the good parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all struggle with that. Yeah. Where it's like you like that's where that phrase, the grass is always greener, you know? Yeah. So um, okay, I get that. What about with like a kid? So I think it's really cool and I feel really blessed that. I have you in my life now as as someone that, you know, is the voice of ADHD because I didn't grow up with it. I don't have it. I don't know how to really recognize it if it wasn't for you. And let's say I have a kid now with someone else. They they don't have it, but this kid has it now. I would just think he's a nuisance. Mm. I would just be like, why is my kid so bad? What am I doing wrong? And I think I would put the blame on myself and probably be harder on the kid. Yeah, because I'm like, why is he not or she not behaving like the rest of the like their classmates. So it's really cool. And I feel really blessed that like you came into my life with what you have because now you're able to teach, you know. And I think uh, now that we have Taika, our son, that like you can help me recognize if it's if he has ADHD. I feel like it's hard to, to pinpoint it on kids unless it's like a severe case. But this is also speaking from someone that's super ignorant. But I feel like it's really hard to say this kid has a ADHD because I feel like all kids are hyper. I mean, you do have the kids that are like very calm or whatever, but for the most part, kids, little boys, they tend to just be jumping off the walls. They go nuts. Like that's the trope. So like, um, it, it's cool now to have you because then you can tell me when it's like, I think, I think that might be ADHD or ADD. I, th I think it's also cool that I think I have this self-discovery Cause like hearing the stuff that my dad was pissed at me about, but seeing how he acts, I think he had ADHD, but I don't think he was equipped with the knowledge to be no one was to at be that diagnosed time. or even self-diagnosed or even be aware. Right? That didn't that didn't come about until like the late nineties, I think. Yeah. So I've been diagnosed, and now I think more importantly than that, I'm self-aware and uh and learning even more about myself. So. It helps out now because now when I see Taika, I don't know if he has it or not, or maybe all kids have it and they grow out of it or whatever. But there's times where like, like let's say, let's say I'm Taika and you tell me something. Tell me like, so, like discipline me on something. Hey, Taika, you have to be polite, okay? You can't, you can't be hitting people in the head. <laughs> Are you listening to mommy? So before I would have got frustrated, right? Yeah. But because I know that he has what I have. All I need to know is he, see him nod and hit behind his eyes. And I know, okay, cool, he got it. Yeah. So before, if I wasn't self-aware, I'm like, Taika, pay attention. 
don't move, move that. But before he even went into this, his <laughs> eyes already told me, I got it, mommy, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's already like, mommy, I got it, I'm sorry. And because of that, like it's, uh, and, be- and because I understand that in myself, when I see him do it, it doesn't piss me off because I know he- the message was across, but it's just now something else took over. Yeah. He had no control of it. You know how like well, back in the day when we used to fight, like you would tell me something, I immediately uh, fucked around and it made you feel bad, right? You're like, fuck, this fool's take what I just acknowledge. said. Seriously. I didn't acknowledge, but I did. But you just don't know that I did. Yeah. So the same thing with the kid now where like, but I didn't even know that I did either. You know, like both of us didn't know that I acknowledged it. But now that I'm more self-aware than I was back then, I can see him acknowledge from behind his eyes before he goes into <laughs> into this stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. He got the message. And yeah. that makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. I can recognize it now because I've been with you for so long. Like you just fuck around so much. And now I know it's just an, uh, attributed to your ADHD. Yeah. But like, yeah, we would have a serious moment. You would hurt me or I would get frustrated with you. I call you out on it and you are doing the equivalent of the Taika's peace stance. But like in adult mode. In adult mode. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, are you listening? Are you taking me seriously? Because that was one of my biggest pet peeves growing up. Because like I was I'm a middle child. So I had my older siblings who would mainly my brother who would punk me all the time. So like I'm screaming at the top of my lungs going, stop it. Listen to me. Stop. And they're going, ha, 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 ha. And they're still mocking me and not taking me seriously. Yeah. So like I had this chip on my shoulder of like fucking, I demand the fucking floor right now. And you need to fucking listen because I just never had it. So then I get with you with this chip on my shoulder of demanding the fucking floor when I talk. And you're going, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like you're a fucking adult and a man fucking act like it. And I hated it. But then the more I started learning about you, I'm like, oh, shit. OK, he acknowledged he just likes to fuck around. Yeah, he and acknowledged then- it's hard It's because I didn't even know that I acknowledge, you know, it's just like and it's almost like you have to be able to like be around it so much where like kind of like how you and dogs like you look at a dog and you're like, that guy's tired. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? A dog is standing there. But you're just so in tune, in tune with dogs and their body language. So yeah. now, like, I think because I'm in tune with myself. It helps, me, awesome. it helps me understand Taika. And so I think it, it's going to reduce like way, uh, way less frustration than yeah. I would have had before. Yeah. So because I, I've been with you for so long and I can recognize it now and you're like my little puppy where I can like see not to call you a dog, but like to see, you know, your triggers or your tics or when you acknowledge or when you're not here or when you are here, like I can recognize all that stuff now. So when I see similar traits in Taika, regardless if he has it or not, he's just a hyper kid. But when I see that with him, in him, I'm like, okay, he acknowledged while he's doing his dance and I get it. But I know that we're going to have to put him into society and regular society still functions on not being able to understand these triggers. So I don't want him to have a difficult time assimilating. Yeah. So then that's when I slow him down and I, I do make physical contact, not like like trying to hit him, but I just want my warmth and his warmth to connect so that he can feel me. And I go, hey, and I have to make eye contact with him, kind of like how you would a dog where you kind of snap him out of it. Yeah. So I like I'll hold him like, hey, did you hear mommy? And like I have to make sure he looks at me so that I, like I get the verbal yes, because I, I want to teach him. I don't even know if this is teachable or not, but I just want him to know that like, hey, at this moment, something serious happened. You need to slow down and you need to be here. Yeah. I don't know if it works. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely needs to do that because uh, 
you know, if he gets a teacher that doesn't understand it, yeah, it's just going to piss the teacher off so fucking much. He's just going to get in so much trouble. Yeah. The older I've become and now that I'm a parent, the more I understand why parents put their kids, you know, in private schools and they just have private tutors. Or even homeschooling it. or, yeah, you know, I like, it. yeah, growing up, it's like anything that's not what the average or normal is doing is considered weird. You know, so it's almost like what that what? kid is homeschool. That's so weird. Yeah. But now, like the older that I get, I'm like, wait, people are so different across the board. It's actually weird to try to find one solution yeah. to 30, 50 students in one classroom. Yeah. Yeah. I get it now because before. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, whoa, homeschooled. I'm not going to make my kid the weird kid, you know, but then I'm like looking at these teachers credentials and I'm like, holy shit, they're younger than me. And Yes, some teachers out there are phenomenal and they're there to make a difference and a change and they're patient and they were made and they were bred to be an outstanding teacher. But unfortunately, it's just so rare that I it's a gamble. Like you don't know. Like I wish we could interview the teachers before. <laughs> I sound like such a fucking uppity parent right now. But I wish I could interview my te- like my kids' teachers before they go into that classroom. You can in private schools. You can? Well, in private schools, like you can go on the like the website or whatever, right? And you can see all the teachers' credentials. You can go in, you can tour the school, you can talk to every teacher. Like you're paying for that service. So it's literally like going to a car dealership and you can test drive every single car that you want and you can, you know, it's like you're you're getting paid for it. So I think that's one of the arguments for for people that like really like um Kind of, they're saying like the difference between public school and private school. Like they're, they're saying that there's a, so there's no causation, but there's a correlation between parents that have kids in private schools that seem to be more involved versus parents that put them in public school. And I think the easiest notion is, well, obviously they have money to afford private school. So they're going to be the ones with more time and be more involved. But the flip side to that argument are a lot of times people are put in private schools because they work so much. So they work the 60 hours, 80 hours a week. How are they still able to uh, be more involved in the public school parent? And it's because once you start paying for something, you care. If you care if you it get your, your value. Wallet. Yeah, you care if you're getting your value in <laughs> yeah. return, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like um, the thing where like if you start paying and you're like, wait a second, who's teaching my kid versus when it's free? Yeah. You're like. God's free anyway, so I don't care about teaching my kid. Everyone, oh, everyone's doing it. Ah, you know, you kind of just like this is the what is it called? Like the dissemination of responsibilities. Ah, everyone's doing it. It can't be that bad. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, if I didn't, uh, if Tyco wasn't as eccentric as I believe him to be, yeah, then I think a public school would be fine for him because I'd be like, he's just not that. I'm not saying he's above average or anything, but for me, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty unique. I don't but have that, that means, much kid experience. Right, but, but just we can't see that then until we have the kid experience, yeah, right? Yeah. But for us right now, with the lack of experience that we do have, we do feel like he's an eccentric kid. And just the when I put stuff up online, the way you guys react to, you know, the stuff that he does, I'm just like, oh shit, maybe he is special. It does make me think about um my own schooling, you know, career, and then going, hmm, did I want to put Taika with the same teachers that I had? And I'm like, he would not hang. He would not hang with the teachers I had either. Because I'm just like, I was a, I, I would say that I'm the average kid. I think public school for me was fine. It was good. Uh, yeah, because I, like I was a chatterbox, but I think it was just a lack of like peer interaction that I had back at home. 
that I was just so excited to see my friends that I just wanted to just play and have a good time. And I feel like that's pretty average behavior for kids. But I don't think that the, the public school system failed me. I just think that, um, yeah, it just, it worked for me. But I, I can't imagine Taika having the teachers that I had and him not being in trouble every day. The first real system that I really enjoyed was actually the military. So in the military, it's like, uh, like let's say you need to teach something to someone. You first, ver you tell them how it's going to go down first. So in this course of action, I'm going to verbally explain whatever. Then I'm going to tell you what the objectives are. And then I'm going to demonstrate physically. And then before we break into do whatever. So it's always like I lay everything out, right? Everyone's like, okay, cool. We got it. So the, 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 verbal, the, the verbal explanation, they talk about it, blah, 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 blah. Now I'm going to physically demonstrate what I just said. And so now you go do it. And then now, so you got to stick the bayonet in the throat and the groin or whatever, right? And then, all right, cool, break. We're going to go do it. So that way I understood it. And then uh, because I, maybe because there's so much physical commitment to doing what you need to do, it took my brain away from being distracted. And since everything that you're doing is 100% intensity, mm. you know, like even in boot camp, they train you like, yeah, it's, it sounds so like it's like, life and death. So it's, it's even a more extreme version of like, hey, Taika, did you hear what mommy said? It's not him going like this. Hey, you fucking maggot. Yeah, it's like, I'm clearly like everything. There's no room for ADHD. It's yeah. just full commitment, full intensity all the time. Even when you sleep, it's literally you sit on the bed. Boom. And you throw your head into the pillow. Bam. Knock out. Like, you know, so I like I think that was like the first environment that I'm like, oh, shit. Even though it's like traumatic to a lot of people. For me, it was the first it time worked. where I had like like Zen. It was like clear. I'm like, oh, I actually like this. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll treat you like shit more. Um, okay. Why do you think I've been around you so long? Because <laughs> it works. Yeah. Hey, I do a lot to freaking make you just be you. I don't ever try to mold you. I don't try to change you. If anything, you're like this diamond that I keep buffing. Because I'm like, you see, you have this angle too. Did you know that? You missed this spot. No, I left that one uncovered. On, I covered up on purpose. Fine. But okay, we're coming to an end to this podcast. I'm so fascinated with just... What goes on in your head when when dealing with ADHD? I, I'll probably have to bring this topic up again. But for anyone out there dealing with it right now, what are some like key things that they can walk away with going like, like, do I have like if, if they're on the fence, how do they recognize that they might possibly have it? Obviously, we're not um, we don't have the credentials, but just from your own personal experience, how do they know that they might possibly have it? And then once they do have it, how? Like, what are some like starter points? Yeah, so I don't have any credentials, obviously, but I have been diagnosed twice with it and also a third time by a professional on TikTok. Oh, and have you, you son of a bitch, have you ever had been medicated? I've never been. So that's okay. one thing that my mom was super cool about where they did try to prescribe some shit. My mom's like, fuck that. We're going to go to Chinese supermarket and we're going to boil a bunch of beetles and you drink that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. I'd rather, Thank God for that. I'd rather drink fucking beetles all day than to take, I don't know, whatever pills that they prescribe. But um, also, I can't offer any professional advice, but I can only tell, talk about my own experience and what I would want to do. So I get that scratching again. There yeah. we go. Oh, no, this one's an actual itch. I got oh, okay, bit by fine. something. Um, when I was a kid, they first saw how easily I got distracted. And it was almost as if when they caught me, I didn't even know how I got there. So um, in fifth grade, we had these turtles and... Like it would literally be like I blink and I open my eyes and my hands in the tank and I'm playing with it. And then my teacher's like, Bart, what are you doing? And I'm like, wait, how did I even make it across the room over there? Like just things would just happen and I don't even know how it happens. 
That doesn't happen anymore. It still happens. No, it doesn't happen anymore. Um, So that was like really extreme when I was a kid. And so if you ever find yourself, I guess, in situations that are like, whoa, that was kind of crazy. It's almost like a like. Like two different people. Yeah, two different people. And you're kind of like balancing all kinds of different things. That could be a a chance that you have it. But for me, I think now with all of the research and science that they've been and data that has come out from all them studying, I actually do want to go like talk to a psychologist again. And then because they might even provide me with more tools to help live with it, you know. So I think if you just have any type of inclination that you think you might have it, I think it'd be great to see a professional and see, you know, like before it'd be like there's only this one uh, mental health issue. And then from there, you're like, oh, shit, there's actually like five different kinds of it. So the the less general and the more specific that you have, the better. Like for me, I did all of the figuring out myself where I found out if I'm physically obligated, my mind calms down. But for other people, there might be other things, you know? So I think finding out your specific thing and helping to find ways to cope with that is going to be the best. But I also think like try to put yourself uh, in situations where the ADHD thrives. And I think I've been lucky enough to do that where um, I think I'm put in a place where if you don't have ADHD, you're actually not going to do as good as me. And then so that's kind of cool, too, where I've been able to I've been able to be put in a place or like create a life of my own where um, it it, it benefits me to have this. Yeah. And if I took it away, I might just just be like every other boring YouTuber. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. All right, baby. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm completely fascinated and I'm going to continue asking questions until I understand it better because I just want to love you better. Um, I can't believe I just said that. Who the fuck am I right now? Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and thank you to our sponsor, Felix Gray. For everyone listening right now, make sure to go to felixgrayglasses.com slash pick'em. That's P-I-C-K-E-M for the absolutely for the absolute best quality blue light filtering glasses on the market. That's F-E-L-E. I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash pick'em. Shipping and returns are totally free at Felix Gray. So that's felixgrayglasses.com slash pick'em. And don't forget to go to barbellbrigade.com. We have a full line of supplements now. We have a multivitamin, performance greens, immunity support, strength stack, which is also our creatine blend pre-workout. We have hoodies, tees, and everything to help you dominate humbly in life. Go to barbellbrigade.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.